0: Please, please, if you are listening and you think that universal background checks are a bad idea, post on our Facebook. I really want to know why you think that that's a bad idea. <laughs> I just gen, gen, genuinely want to know the argument for that. I, I just don't get it.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 18th episode of the Oligarchy Disruptor Podcast with your host, Ben and Leon. And today we have a really special show in which we talk about uh, business, mindset, those kind of topics. If you're into that, awesome, you're my type of person. I would love to give you some tips about that. Uh, we also talk about um, the Second Amendment rights. We talk about Bernie Sanders, of course. We talk about history of money and like some financial literacy things. So, I think it's going to be a really really interesting topic for you guys to listen to. So, once again, thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoy. Uh Mitch McConnell, dude. I fucking hate that dude, dude. He's just <sighs> He's a scumbag. I think like literally people going to like look back on like this time and just be like what the fuck were these guys doing? They were destroying everything and like using up everything. Like, it's good. I don't know. I saw like a video of Russell Brand, uh, that uh-huh. one like comedian guy. But he's like also really spiritual. Like, he's really interesting to like listen Russell to. Russell
0: Brand, him. yes, uh huh.
1: Um, and he said like, uh, people in the future, like a really long time from now, are gonna like look back at this time frame for like humanity and just be like these guys were like completely backwards fighting wars killing each other doing all this stuff using up all their resources in the name for like and in, in the name of like money or like this basically made up paper material or whatever like it's all like he basically, his point was that everything was like fabricated and man-made and not real and the things that were actually important and were real like for example the climate and the planet and, like, human connectivity and stuff like that, and, like, spirituality, like, those important things, those, t- they take a back step because of all the superficial obstacles and things that are placed in, by society and the things that have come along with uh, our growth as a capitalist society uh, in the 21st century twenty uh, first century economy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that there is... Um... That there are a lot of good things that come with capitalism. However, I think that the way that the United States chooses to be capitalistic is not very uh, is not very moral. <laughs> Maybe is the, be- is the best word. I-, I just think that there are so many people at the, at the top. That are so many people at the bottom versus the people at the top. It's unrealistic to think that someone from the bottom can get all the way up to the top when you have so many obstacles for people at the bottom and so little obstacles for people at the top. So you have people at the top just making more and more and more and more money and then people at the bottom struggling to get by.
1: Mm -hmm. That's true as well. But at the same time, and I'm going to bring up, like, my, my, like, entrepreneur side here. I believe that, um, especially myself, like, uh, having, like, um, somewhat, like, some business experience, like, running my own stuff and, like, um, having LLCs and stuff like that. Uh, I can tell you that there is money out there to be made. Uh, it's just that most people have a mindset of scarcity when it comes to money. Mm -hmm. And this is like very like core, like fundamentals of like human society as we function today. So with that mindset of scarcity, we're like, as soon as we get money, we try to like hoard it or like hide it away. Just like, or we think that with money uh, that there's a winner and a loser. Right. But with money, there's there can be two winners, you know? Like, it's whatever you want it to be. Money is not, like, this, like, uh, I don't know how to call it, like, ultimate, like, it's not, like, gold or anything. It's not real. Like, they literally print this. <laughs> the government prints this out of thin air. That's what inflation is. So, like, people are working so much for uh, this paper that, the government is printing out of thin air and it's not even backed by the gold standard anymore because president Nixon took it off in 1971. So this paper that we all have in our wallets and in our bank accounts, uh, and that rappers love to show off in the form of like diamonds and like, throw them around in like clubs and stuff. It's, it's nothing. It's not real. That's, that's what like the point of this is like wealth accumulation, like, and actually making money comes with like financial literacy and like understanding that instead of having a mindset of scarcity, you should have a mindset of abundance where there is a lot of money in the world. Uh, There's a shit ton of money uh, circulating throughout the world and you can collect it and be, you can have the life that you always dreamed, but you just need to change your mindset and do what the 99% won't do. Because there's a reason. It's not always the case. Like, there's a lot of old money in the 1%, you know? Like, basically, people that were passed down by, like, their trust babies or whatever. Like, Trump, basically. <laughs> so, but there's also a lot of people in the case of, like, Mark Cuban. Or, like, we always hear about these uh, really famous, successful, like, people, uh, wealthy people that came from nothing, and ended up at the top uh in the case of like Jack Ma like he was extremely poor the became the created Alibaba which is basically the Amazon China and uh, Jeff Bezos he wasn't like he wasn't like poor necessarily uh he was working on Wall Street left his job thought he looked at the numbers he was like oh my gosh like <laughs> the internet is growing or like Uh, e-commerce like uh, buying purchases or whatever like through the roof um, i think it was like over two thousand percent and he was like okay dope like the, the data's here i can let's let's do this so he started amazon started selling books and look where it is now he's the richest man in the world so you just need to create a product or do something in the service of humanity um that solves the problem and most of the time you'll win but it also comes with, like, it all comes with mindset. Those people didn't end up where they were, where they are now, from where they were, thinking the same things and doing the same things, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree. I think that, the, uh, like, if you're referring to the fact that if you're at the if you're part of the bottom, you know, it's not... Impossible for you to get to the top. And it's, I didn't necessarily mean that it's impossible, but it's ext- it's a lot harder yeah, it is, than being a trust baby or even being somebody who grows up w- getting a uh, good education. I mean, the amount of people in this country that receive subpar primary education, which primary education is just K through fifth grade. I mean, how crazy if you can't even go to a good K through 5th grade school, how are you to assume that this person is going to... I mean, that's where you learn how to read. That's how, where you learn how to write. That's where you learn... I mean, how can you assume that this person is going to make it to college, let, around, let alone graduate
1: from high school? Anyways,
0: Bernie 2020,
1: guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I, this shit's rigged. There's like a school to prison pipeline. Like, I don't know. Like... It's just so, yes, it's he so talked ugly. about that
0: too. He also talked about the um, military-industrial complex today.
1: Yes, no. Well,
0: he didn't talk talk about it, but you know, he just said, you know, we need to end it. But that's so. And cool, we need to end like, because... the uh, prison. He talked a lot about criminal justice reform as well. That's so cool. Which, you know, he's in Chicago. He should. Yeah, he should. That Was a good? And we talked about gun gun rights, and that's another thing that um, I find really hard to believe that a lot of people, the majority of people would not want to implement our universal background checks. How does anybody think that that is not a good idea?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Please, please, if you are listening and you think that universal background checks are a bad idea, post on our Facebook. I really want to know why you think that that's a bad idea. <laughs> I just gen, gen, genuinely want to, to know the argument for that i i just don't get it why would you not want to do a background check to find out if somebody has a violent past or if somebody has serious mental health problems because then they would not only be a risk for other people but even just somebody who would be wanting to purchase a gun to take their own life or you know like the, the, these 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 background checks just seem like a dull. why wouldn't you do that idea? And we don't have them.
1: <laughs> I know. Crazy. Such common sense things that we don't do and <laughs> have. And the richest, most powerful country in the world, and that's not an accident.
0: Not. We're also um, one of, I think the only major country, industrial country, that does not provide health care to every single citizen
1: i feel like it seems like we're like i feel like a lot of people on the right would say like at at surface level just hearing us and they would be like it sounds like you guys hate america go back to wherever you, you're from or whatever like i think like i could totally see them say that um it's because that of the that way I but go ahead yeah address it
0: it's not that I don't
1: love America. It,
0: it's the fact that I love America so much that I feel so passionately about these policies. It's because I thoroughly believe in the America that, these, that the founders wanted for us. They, they came here wanting a place of unity, where everybody could come. I mean, when I grew up in history class, we would learn that the United States was a melting pot. And now, let's be honest, what we learned in school was not very accurate as far as they left out a lot of brutal things that happened, like the massacre of hundreds of thousands, if not a million Native Americans, and, you know, the rape and pillage of communities I mean it was really horrible but they they wanted the United States to be somewhere where everybody no matter where you came from could come be accepted and be able to grow and provide for your family have this be a place of opportunity and now this is a place that they want to the, this current administration wants to black out from the rest of the world. They don't want to provide for anybody else, let alone provide for their own citizens. I mean, we have millions of Americans, that veterans is. living on the streets. How, how do we think that this is okay? And then you have 1% of the population owning multiple homes, multiple cars, I'm not saying that they're not doing good for the rest of the their community, but there's there's millions of Americans living on the street. I'm sorry, but you could be making a little bit less money so that these people can make something to live in a house.
1: Yeah, Bernie Sanders says it a lot where like uh I think he says that uh there's like five hundred thousand people every night that will uh sleep on the streets. So
0: it's for these exact reasons why I am for Bernie Sanders because I actually do believe in this America that we're supposed to be where everybody can is here and should be treated equal and should be equally – should have equal access to, this, to opportunities and to education. I mean, this is not – where we are right now is not where we are supposed to be
1: definitely not we have so much more ahead of us so much more to become and so much potential underneath uh but it's just definitely. covered un- with the superficial uh world that we live in now uh but soon the world will see i feel like the world's waking up to the new reality uh, but the struggle continues my brothers and sisters the struggle continues Thank you guys once again so much for listening to this podcast we really appreciate the time you take to educate yourselves about these really pressing issues that are rampant throughout our country right now as we know with the elections going on i just want to remind everybody that this primary election is very very important for the next four years because it's really really matters who we put up against donald trump in the democratic primary if the real objective is to defeat donald trump and take back the white house joe biden is not gonna get us there so we need to stand behind the candidate that has the most grassroots support real support not the establishment support, not the support of the rich and wealthy, not going in the back rooms and private rooms, saying to the top one percent, the elite, the rich and powerful, that uh, there's nothing, there's going to be no fundamental changes when he resumes his presidency. It is truly going to be uh, Obama 2.0, um, but worse. I guess worse is still better than Donald Trump, but that's not what we want, and I don't think, I really, really doubt that Joe Biden will be able to defeat Donald Trump. He just has too much going against him. They're already coordinating campaigns where they uh, talk about uh, how he is senile, and the GOP and the Trump campaign are going to start talking about... Uh, how he does that. Um, so it's it's just a question of when do they start talking about this on the national stage. So I mean, you guys, uh, it's up to you guys. It's up to the voters. We need to stand back. Um, we need to send up to them and show them that we can come out and support the grassroots candidate, the people's candidate, the one that has always been the front runner and up until very recently with a string of um, very suspicious um, line of endorsements that continue to keep coming uh it's very interesting to see how this is playing out differently than how I did in 2016. Um, but once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please give us a follow on our Facebook uh, at the Oligarchy Disruptor Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at uh, Ben Disruptor and Ashley at Ashley Disruptor. If you like this podcast and you got any value out of it, please write a five-star review. Leave that bomb-ass review and we will read it out loud on the show. Uh, our favorite one, we will pick one every single week. So, thank you guys once again for listening, and we will see you next time.